بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسول الكريم ما بعد ونبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه قال أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال قال الله تعالى أنفق يا ابن آدم ينفق عليك متفق عليه وعبد الله بن عمر بن العاص رضي الله عنهما أن رجلا سأل رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أي الإسلام خير قالت تتعم الطعام وتقرأ السلام على من عرفت ومن لم تعرف متفق عليه Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala narrates this hadith begins with the expression qala Allahu ta'ala that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah subhanahu ta'ala says as we mentioned previously this is what ulama-i kiram term as hadith qudsi wherein Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam narrates the words of Allah subhanahu ta'ala Generally in such a hadith, Allah's sunnah is explained. That is the manner in which or the principles by which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala deals with his slaves. And when it comes to the sunnah or the principles of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَبَدِيلًا وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَحْوِيلًا Allah does not deviate or digress from His Sunnah. So these ahadith are very, very important in this sense that the principles that are mentioned in these ahadith can form a glaring example for us or a firm principle for us on which we can base our lives and base our actions. When it comes to spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we mentioned previously, one very great mistake many of us make when it comes to the wealth that we own is that we think that we are actually the owners of that wealth. The reality, my respected brothers, is that we are just caretakers over the wealth. The wealth is an amanat. It is a trust which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. The true owner of the wealth is Allah himself. That is why, for example, the verse of the Qur'an which we mentioned yesterday, when Allah ta'ala speaks of spending in his way, what does Allah say? مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا Who is there? Who is there that will give a debt to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will pay him back many, many times. The wealth Allah has already given us. The wealth belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like our life and our time is not ours in exactly the same way. The wealth which we have also is not ours. It belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But such a beautiful manner Allah ta'ala addresses us. Who is there that will give a debt to Allah ta'ala and Allah will pay him back many many times. The greatest deterrent or the greatest obstacle that faces us when it comes to this issue of generosity, parting with our wealth, is the fear that we are going to lose that which we have. In this hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is directly appeasing and addressing that fear. 
that don't fear that you're going to lose what you have when you spend it in the way of Allah Ta'ala. In fact, the greatest benefit of spending in the way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is the fact that you are actually protecting the wealth which you have. Because Allah Ta'ala says to you, Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala says that Rasulullah said that Allah says, Yabn Adam o insan, anfiq, spend in my way, spend upon the poor, spend upon the needy, spend in charity, what will happen? Will you lose what you have? Will your wealth get less? No. What is Allah's principle? Yunfaq alayk. The Prophet said, spend and Allah will spend on you. So in fact you are not losing your wealth, you are protecting your wealth when you spend it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like we see previously that incident which we mentioned, this was a principle by which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there are multitudes of examples in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, where the ummah was practically taught this. One person, Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is mentioned in the riwayat, Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him so much that it filled the space between two mountains. So many sheep or so many goats Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa gave this person that it filled the space between two mountains. This person was so impressed by the generosity of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and what was even more interesting was that this person was a kafir, a disbeliever. He was not a Muslim. And yet Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam exhibited so much of generosity towards him. What impressed this person? Why was he attracted? Because of his knowledge and greed of dunya. This person had greed for dunya. This is why he was impressed by how much Nabi Salaam had given him. What was the object and purpose of Rasulullah to give this person so much? Was to bring him closer. Bring him closer towards deen, bring him closer towards Islam, bring him closer towards Rasulullah He became so affected by the generosity of Rasulullah that he went to his people and he said, Aslimu, O my people, accept Islam. O my people, accept Islam. فَإِنَّ مُحَمَّدًا يُعْطِي عَطَاءَ مَلَّا يَخْشَى فَاقَ Because in Muhammad I see a man who exhibits so much of generosity that he does not fear poverty. Nabi Salaam taught us the road to protect yourself from poverty. The road to protect yourself from the loss of what you have is spend it in Allah's way because Allah is going to give you back. Anfiq yunfaq alayk. Spend, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will spend upon you. Now analyze this statement. This person goes to his people and he says, Aslimu, accept Islam. Why accept Islam? Tadkhulul Jannah, you, should, you will enter into Jannah. Accept Islam because this is the road to success. Accept Islam so that you bring conviction on the oneness of Allah and the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Accept Islam, you will be protected. He doesn't say any of these things. What does he say? Accept Islam because Muhammad sallallahu is a very generous man. In other words, I got close to Islam out of greed. And you people also have love for dunya. So accept Islam because like Muhammad sallallahu was generous to me, he'll be generous to you. So there were many people that were attracted to Islam initially out of their greed or knowledge for dunya. But once they had come closer, once they started practicing Islam, greed became the means, the initial means, the door was open for them. 
then they experience the beauty of Islam. They experience the beauty of the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. They experience the beauty of salah, of the amal of deen, raqatu'mal iman. Like Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, that person has tasted the efficacy, has tasted the beauty of Islam. Man radiya billahi rabba wa bin Islam idina wa bi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam nabiya. That person who becomes happy with Allah is his rabb. Islam as his religion and Muhammad as his Nabi, there is a maza in Islam. There is a beauty in Islam. There is an ecstasy in, in carrying out the practices of Islam. So initially it was greed, lalaj for dunya that brought them close. But once they started practicing Islam, it comes in the same riwayat. Soon Islam and deen and Allah and his Rasul became more beloved to them than all the wealth in the world. The person who first came into Islam out of greed, very shortly became a person who himself used to spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One important lesson we learn from this, that if a person is kafir, if a person is fasiq, if a person is far away from deen, we don't abandon that person. We bring that person closer. This was the sublime conduct of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. People that were far away from deen, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa spent on them. People that were far away from deen, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam exhibited his generosity towards them. He brought them closer. In other words, he won over their hearts. Today, unfortunately, many pious people amongst us seem to think this is part of piety. That if a man is far away from deen, or a man is a fasik or a fajir or a kafir, I must stay far away from him. No, the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was he would be generous towards such people. He would bring people closer towards him. And... Initially, maybe it was their greed, like this person goes to his people, accept Islam, not because of Jannat or anything, accept Islam because Muhammad is generous, he was generous to me, he'll be generous to you. This was the basis for him to accept Islam, a totally wrong basis. But the same person after that became an ardent follower of Islam. In other words, bring a person who is far away from Allah and his Rasul through generosity closer. This is part of Dawat. Many of us are in, go, involved, engaged in the work of Dawat and Tabligh. My respected brothers understand an integral part, an integral part of Dawat and Tabligh is this, the generosity. The generosity of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. A da'i is a generous person. A da'i takes from Allah's treasures and he spends on the makhluk. Every Nabi of Allah, every Nabi of Allah, throughout Quran interspersed, we find this expression, مَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِمْ in أَجْرِ in أَجْرِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ I ask nothing of your dunya. I take my ajr only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anbiya alayhimu salam, those who are true dais of deen, took from Allah's treasures and they spent on the makhluk. They did not stretch their hands out to the makhluk. Very, very important, whether it comes to our servants at home, whether it comes to our staff, whether it comes to our own families, our wives, our children, Whoever we come into contact with, if you want to be on sunnah, if you want to follow the practice of Rasulullah sallallahu we have to develop this quality of generosity. And don't think you are going to lose what you have by being generous. No. Nabi sallallahu says, Allah says, unfix, spend, become a generous person. Allah will be generous to you. You want Allah's generosity, you want Allah's help. You want difficult, you want a removal of difficulty out of your financial problems. My respected brothers, the road to this is to correct our spending. 
Don't be those who waste it on dunya. Don't be those who hold on to it. It's not coming with us in the qabr. Spend it in the way of Allah. Allah will spend on us. Allah gives us to fix one.